and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. KFGO is proud to present the Veterans Hour, an hour dedicated to those serving a higher calling. The latest on veterans' affairs and stories of conspicuous gallantry above and beyond the call of duty. And now, the host of the Veterans Hour, Commander of the Tri-States Veterans, a Navy man, Dave Rice. Was a Fortunate Son by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Fortunate Son, a very popular tune back in Vietnam days. Yes, I am Dave Rice, host of the KFGO Veterans Hour. I want to thank you for tuning in today and thank KFGO for letting us veterans have this hour to talk about our programs and issues and concerns and events. Well, I'm going to start off today by uh, talking a lot about the Vietnam War Veterans Day events. We have several in our community, and I'll start off with the first one, which will be Saturday, March 25th at 4.30. The Fargo Amvets, they're located at 101 First Avenue South. They're on the corner of 1st Avenue and 10th Street in South Fargo. Uh, they're going to have a program at 4.30. Uh, kick it off with the invocation and pledge of release. The uh, post is hosting this, and the auxiliary will be there uh, presenting flowers and the Legion or the AMVETS riders will be uh, laying a reef in honor of our Vietnam veterans. And uh, guest speaker for the event is Terry Richardson. He used to uh, cohort, uh, host this show, and I co hosted with him for several years. And Terry Richardson is going to be talking about uh, Vietnam in, in, in the schools today and, and why, possibly, why there isn't more said about the Vietnam War in our school system. And the program will conclude with the Ants Color Guard doing the three-gun volley and playing of taps. Now, this starts at 4.30, but the Fargo Amvets every Saturday have burgers and brats from noon to 2. So if you want to come in a little bit early and have a burger or a brat with all the fixings and stick around for the program, that would be great as well. Uh, forewarned, I'm going to be talking a lot about different events like this. And uh, contacts are the best thing you could do is Google or just go to their Facebook, try to find their Facebook page and like them, and then you'll see posts about their upcoming events and, and whatnot. So uh, I'll do my best to give you a heads up, but Facebook is probably one of the best ways to get a hold of them. Okay, then on uh, Wednesday, which is Vietnam Veterans Day, March 29th, that's the official day, the Moorhead American Legion is having a celebration, Vietnam Veterans Day offering a complimentary lunch for any Vietnam-era families, uh, veterans, and their families. The lunch is provided by the auxiliary there, the Moorhead American Legion, auxiliary unit 221. It's the scalp potatoes and whatever uh, fixings 
for the lunch, and that's free of charge to Vietnam era veterans and their families. Lunch will be served from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, the short program will be at 12:30, where they recognize a few individuals, and I'm assuming Vietnam veterans. Everybody is welcome to come, and they welcome Vietnam veterans to uh, display any any memorabilia that they might have uh, to put on display. I, I've done that several times before. I've got some Navy stuff that I bring and just set up for people to take a look at it. So, uh, Morehead American Legion, March 29th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Also on the 29th of March, uh, which is National Vietnam War Memorial Day, uh, the Fargo National Cemetery Volunteer Committee is hosting a ceremony out there at the VA National Cemetery in Fargo. Uh, the Fargo National Cemetery is four miles west of the interstate of uh, uh, Interstate 29 on Cass County 20. If you haven't been out there, I'd encourage you to do so. Very nice uh, cemetery out there in the country right next to the church. And uh, the 29th the program is going to start at 3.30 p.m. on Wednesday the 29th. The guest speaker will be a Vietnam veteran, Ron Freed. Ron is an Army veteran, uh, served in Vietnam in an artillery unit, and he is also the commander, current commander, of the Fargo Veterans of Foreign Wars. Uh, there'll be a missing man table, which is to recognize our prisoners of war and missing in action. That'll be conducted by the, by the 119th Civil Air Patrol. And uh, commemor- com- commemoration honors will be conducted by the Fargo Memorial Honor Guard. They'll be doing the three-gone volley and the playing of taps. Fargo Memorial Honor Guard, that's made up of volunteers, veterans from several different organizations in our community, and they do 99-whatever percent of the military funeral honors out there at the Fargo National Cemetery. Then on uh, April 1st, the following Saturday, Saturday, April 21st, uh, from 12 noon to 4 o'clock, the West Fargo VFW, post 7564, and they're out there in West Fargo, Cheyenne Street. They're going to be recognizing Vietnam veterans for their selfless sacrifice to our nation. Uh, Vietnam veterans and their families, as well as the public, are invited to attend. Uh, the, at the club there, uh, at West Fargo VFW, at the south end of that building, there will be a short program uh, from 12 to 12.30 is a kind of a social and greeting time. Uh, 12.30, it kicks off with the invocation and pledge of allegiance. At 12.45, Ed Edhoen is our guest speaker. Ed Edhoen is, a, we call him Doc, Doc Edhoen. He's an Army Vietnam veteran, and he's been through a lot serving there in Vietnam, and he has some information to share with us. From 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock, uh, there's free food and refreshments for Vietnam veterans and their families and guests, and just kind of a time to mingle. And during that time, from 1 to 4, they'll be having door prizes and drawings and whatnot to round out the date. Finally, uh, as always, or at least for the last several years, the Fargo Air Museum, partnering with the Vietnam Veterans of America, Chapter 941, is hosting the Vietnam Memorial Week from April 29th through May 5th out there at the Fargo Memorial Honor Guard. Uh, It kicks off on Saturday, April 29th at 9 a.m. Guest speaker is Glenn Thorson. He's an F-4 flight sergeant, Vietnam veteran, and they'll also be having the missing man ceremony, 
Trigon Valley and Taps, presentation of colors and more. And then on Sunday at noon, 12 noon Sunday, uh, the ceremony starts with uh, guest speaker Maynard Catterlick. He's a Vietnam veteran and very knowledgeable about Agent Orange and the PACT Act. PACT Act was just recently passed by Congress, and it offers a lot of uh, disabilities, uh, coverage of disabilities or diseases, not only from Vietnam veterans, but Gulf War veterans and, you know, the, the burn pits and all kinds of different illnesses that have been determined to have been caused in uh, conflict areas. And he's going to be covering that. I had uh, Mitch Earhart on uh, the show last month. Uh, he's a county and tribal veteran service officer, president of their association. And he talked about that PACT Act as well. And I encourage everybody to, uh, everybody, regardless if you think you have any disabilities or not, everybody should contact their county veteran service officer. Need to get uh, get to know those folks. And uh, they, they'll, they'll help you out tremendously. At the Vietnam Veterans Week, April 29th through May 5th, there's going to be a lot of displays. Uh, Vietnam Memorial Wall will be there. Various av- aircraft and vehicles are on display all week. And there's a free will donation, but no registration required to go out there. Again, there's going to be memorabilia on display out there as well. So those are some of the things that are coming up of interest uh, to everybody, I hope, and not just Vietnam veterans, but those are some of the events in our area I wanted to uh, talk about. Uh, Not necessarily Vietnam veterans, but uh, the Moorhead American Legion is having a pancake breakfast on Sunday, March 19th from 9 to noon. Free will donation. Pancakes, scrambled eggs, sausage, orange juice, coffee, and so on, etc. Your chance to go out there to the Moorhead American Legion, have a good breakfast, throw in a few bucks, and uh, support uh, youth activities, the Moorhead Legion baseball team. Uh, Moorhead Legion Auxiliary is also uh, having an event uh, and craft vendor show and silent auction. That'll be on Saturday, April 1st from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Again, that's a fundraiser for the Moorhead Legion Auxiliary. And uh, burger baskets are always available, I think, on Saturdays. So uh, you can have a burger out there when you attend that craft vendor show and silent auction. in general, I want to put in a plug for veterans organizations that have gaming, restaurant, and lounge facilities. Uh, we have them here in our community in Dilworth VFW, Moorhead American Legion, Fargo VFW, Fargo Ambets, West Fargo VFW, and Harwood American Legion. Several different places. You know, they are they are not national chain restaurants, but you know the men and women who are members there, the who have served their country in the military and continue to serve their communities. Uh, Please consider patronizing these clubs to support their many programs. You know, it's not just a bunch of old guys and gals out there drinking beer, telling war stories. They donate thousands of hours and thousands of dollars to area nonprofits, schools, school events, patriotic educational programs for our nation's youth, and so on. So please consider stopping in your local uh, veterans organization. They are there for the general public, not just members and their families, but open to the general public and really need everybody's support for them to keep functioning. Again, like their Facebook pages, 
uh, to stay informed of their events and specials. Uh, one final no- or a couple of final notes here. The Fargo VFW is looking for a general contractor for some help to uh, help them redo their bathrooms and make them handicap accessible. Uh, again, Ron Freed, he's a commander at the uh, Fargo VFW. You can reach him at 701-339-1452. 701-339-1452. That's the commander of the Fargo VFW who are looking for help, a general contractor to help them redo their bathrooms and make them handicap accessible. Also received uh, not too long ago, uh, it was news to me, the clubhouse, which is in Moorhead, South Moorhead, uh, 30th Avenue South in Moorhead. The clubhouse is an indoor golf place with simulators, and they are offering a special to veterans. 2023 Veterans Indoor Golf from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., uh, March 13th through the 27th. 20% discount for veterans who come in there and play the simulators. The cost will be a so, uh, spread among members or the participants. And for more information, you can go to their website, which is theclubhousefm.com. www.theclubhousefm.com. Or call them at 218-477-3300. Uh, tea times are reserved on first-come, first-booked uh, basis. Again, that's uh, the clubhouse, 805 30th Avenue South, Moorhead. Uh, contact the clubhouse fm.com hopefully uh all these uh events and this today's show will be podcast on kfgo.com go to kfgo.com click on podcast and towards the bottom we are one of the more recent ones uh, added to that list then go down to uh, kfgo veterans hour and select today's program that should be on within a few days. And uh, one final note, Fargo more, uh, Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota, getting geared up. Uh, we're working hard, and uh, we're going to be flying out of here, out of Fargo, April 30th, returning May 2nd. Uh, hope to have uh, at least 95 or so, maybe 100 uh, veterans to uh, go out, take out to uh, Washington, D.C., to see the memorials created in their honor. Fundraisers continue. Again, go to their Facebook page or website for more information. We're going to take a break uh, here now, and when we come back, we're going to interview Dan Stenvold. Dan is the president of the Vietnam Veterans of America North Dakota chapter, uh, the most knowledgeable person I know about Vietnam Veterans of America. So we'll talk to him, get more information about the program. And he's also the guest speaker of the Fargo National Cemetery uh, Memorial Day program on May 29th. So we'll hear Dan when we come back. In this sturdy old part of the city Where the sun refused to shine People tell me there ain't no use in trying Okay, that's a song that was pretty popular with Vietnam veterans. We got to get out of this place by the animals. Uh, on the line now, we have Dan Stenwald. 
He is president of the Vietnam Veterans of America, North Dakota chapter, and also provides uh, serves on the national board of directors for the Vietnam Veterans of America. Uh, Dan, thank you for coming on the line. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's a, it's a privilege and an honor to be with you. Okay, well, very good. Thank you. Why don't you start off, just tell us a little bit about the, the Association of Vietnam Veterans of America and uh, what's going on locally and, and nationally. Well, uh, locally, we'll have our Vietnam Veterans Picnic. It'll be in Mayville again this year, July 14th, 15th, and 16th at the City Park in Mayville. And our uh, state meeting will be July 15th, which is a Saturday at 10 a.m. I'm hoping to have an expert there from the VA that will we'll talk about the PAC Act and the Camp Lejeune Act. Nationally, we're our people are on the hill all the time, and they're, we run, we've run into some problems that we're looking at with the PAC Act and the Camp Lejeune Act. So we've got our lawyers working on that. There's been some issues there, and uh, people aren't aware of it. Uh, we know of people that have gone, filed through the PAC Act for an increase in their disability, and they've knocked them back lower. So it's, it's something we really got to look out for. An individual who I'm talking about went from 70% down to 40. These two acts were both written by lawyers for lawyers, so you really got to be careful. And I, I know we've got some very knowledgeable uh, veteran service officers in the state, and and hopefully that they, they know what they're doing, and hopefully we know what we're doing, so the, the veterans get the the best end of the deal because our staff attorneys right now figure that only 10% of the money that a lot of in the Camp Lejeune Act will make it to the veterans. The rest is going to go to the lawyers that have been on TV all the time. And nationally, that's kind of what we're doing. So Okay, and what were the dates of the Mayville again? Okay, the 14th, 15th, and 16th of July. Okay. The state meeting, the state meeting is Saturday the 15th. The, the meeting will be our state meeting. You know what that's like, 10 a.m. in the morning. And we, we're usually done by... You know, noon, twelve thirty. But I'm like I said, I'm trying to get some experts in there on the PAC Act and the Camp Lejeune Act. Okay, very good. And how many uh, chapters, Vietnam VVA chapters, do we have in in the state of North Dakota now? At one time, we had nine. We're down to four, but all four of these chapters are very active. We're we're running a little over eight hundred members. The high the high was eleven hundred at one time, but we're you know we were down to. 380 at one time, so it would really come back, and I think that's attributed to the BVA instead of five, four, five, six hundred dollars a, a, a for your lifetime membership. We went to a flat fifty dollars membership for a lifetime membership, and a lot of people have joined, so that's really helped our organization. Well, good. I became a life member a long time ago. I don't even remember what it was, but it was well worth it. Now, there's also a, a, an auxiliary too, right? Yeah, and. Uh, we, we run about 75 members, I think, in, in, in Vietnam Veterans of America Associates, you know, the, and run, run 75 years. There's some in each chapter, you know, it's, and they've, they've helped a lot. So, What is the membership yeah. eligibility to join the VVA? Right now, it's, uh, I think, 1956 to 1975, if you served any okay. time. You know, they used to have this boots on the ground thing. I never agreed with that. If you served, you know, for every one of us that were in the jungle, it took, I think it's 11 or 12 people to keep us supplied with dry so or socks, anyhow, or food or ammo or whatever. So, okay. yeah, so, uh, yep. 
And where can uh, veterans or interested folks uh, go to get more information about the VVA? VVA.org. Everything is in there, how you can join. And uh, I give that out to a lot of people. And uh, like I said, this $50 life membership has been a godsend for us because VVA was only, it's the only national chartered veteran service organization in the country. Congress actually wrote the charter for our group. They set the dates up when you could join, you know, the dates for joining, and, and nobody else can come in there other than those dates. But that's why we formed the associates so that, that they can join. And uh, I don't know what else. <laughs> okay. In the, in the KFGO listening era, area, there is a Chapter 941. That's the Fargo-Moorhead area. And uh, is there another one in eastern North Dakota or western Minnesota? We've got one in Mayville. We've got a chapter in Bismarck-Mandan. And we've got one in Newtown. And they're very active, all, all chapters. So. Okay, very good. Well, Dan, thank you very much for coming on the line today. Uh, I plan on attending that Mayville one. That's my hometown, by the way. Uh, go out there and uh, check, check some family out and uh, attend that convention in Mayville. July 14th through the 16th, and vva.org for more information. Yep. So, can I give a shout-out to some my friends and family down in the Foreman Oaks, Ledgewood, and Britain areas, and yep. then also a big big shout-out to Bill Anderson in Rutland. Him and I were in Vietnam at different times. I know he's a big, a good buddy of Joel Heidkamp's, but we, we, we trotted through some of the same mud and gobbled up some of the same jungle, so... He's a good friend down there in Rutland, old Bill Anderson. All righty. More power to him. Thank him for his service as well. Okay. Thank you, Dan. Okay, buddy. We'll catch we'll you later. Up. Okay. Yep. We'll take Bye. another break. And when we come back, we're going to have the North Dakota Commissioner of Veterans Affairs on the line. Okay, Lonnie Wagon is on the line. He's an Army veteran. He's probably dancing around the room to that song, which is an Army theme song. Let the caissons go rolling along. Welcome, uh, Lonnie. Thank you for coming on today. Well, thank you, uh, Dave, for having me on also. Very good. Say, we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the uh, post-war trust fund, what it is. And uh, this time of year, I hate to bring this up, but if you haven't filed your North Dakota income taxes yet, you have the opportunity of donating some money to the post-war trust fund. It's up there towards the top of the form, uh, just like the uh, uh, trees fund. And what's the other one? Uh, uh, I think that's, uh, there There was two of them. There was the bees and trees, they call that one. Uh, and then ours, so. Okay. Anyway, you can uh, throw in 10, 20 bucks. Uh, if you're getting a refund, they'll deduct that from your refund. If you got to pay in, you'll pay in a little bit more. But that's a good place to donate to that fund. Uh, just real quickly, Lonnie, what is a post-war trust fund, and how can veterans, uh, how do they benefit from that fund? Well, the post-war trust fund, actually, you just talked to Dan Stenvold. It was uh, set up for, for him and his comrades as they came back from Vietnam to help them out and uh, provide some uh, bonus, uh, as they call it, the war bonuses. Um and what was left over was used for veteran programs, and uh, then they decided to, to stop spending it and just allow the interest earnings 
to be used uh, to help veterans going forward. And we've been using that for uh, several different programs that we have. Some are uh, uh, for our most needy veterans. It's income and asset-based. But we can help veterans out with things like uh, dental procedures, dentures, glasses, hearing aids. We can even help their spouse uh, and uh, or surviving spouse, which is great because the VA does cover some of those things. And if they're eligible there, we send them there. But uh, if not, we like to help them out with those. Uh, we do also help out with transportation and housing and uh, some other, uh, uh, I guess, commissioner's discretion, urgent needs that uh, mostly around housing or medical. So uh, it's been a great, great thing to have great program. I'm glad that uh, the veterans years ago stood up and uh, passed that measure to put this fund uh, in the hands of the veterans, which is a great thing, too. The veterans decide where the money goes. Uh, we've done a few things to add to the principal. Like I said, we, we don't get anything on the principal. We get some interest earnings, which we know interest rates are low now. But uh, the license plates uh, that are patriotic, uh, your flag, your boom jumper, an eagle. Uh, some of the funds from that go to the principals to, to help grow the fund. And like you had uh, stated there, the income tax checkoffs. So, uh, we work with legislation every once in a while to hopefully have them uh, put some more money into the fund, the principal of the fund. They've done that a couple of times. Uh, it sits about, uh, at $7 million. And with that, we end up with about 100000 a year, which isn't much when you're uh, trying to help out with dental and dentures, you know, everything's gone up in price. But uh, we've been very fortunate to have it, very thankful for when people do make donations to that uh, with their income tax or purchasing those plates. Because uh, by adding to the principal, we keep that fund solvent into the future and uh, try to keep ahead of the rate of inflation, which is really difficult these days. So. Okay, and where, where can veterans and their family members go to uh, find out uh, how to apply for those loans and grants and, and whatnot? Uh, uh, you have a website yeah. where that information is located? Well, there's information on our website that's uh, just North Dakota Veterans Affairs. You Google that up, and you'll come up with ours. It's NDDVA. Um, you can learn a little bit about it there, but uh, we ask you to go to your county veteran service officer, and they can uh, fill out the forms for you and apply that way. Uh, it has to go through them, so both the loan or the grant. And uh, they fill them out, send them to us, and if you're eligible and we've got the money, uh, you get you get the grant. So it's a good program. Uh, we're, we're trying to make it easier and easier all the time to apply. Uh, we have a couple other programs that help us to uh, make sure that they're good to go, uh, well-funded. And uh, you brought up the loan program. That's separate from our grants, but you can get a $5,000 unsecured loan. Uh you got four years to pay it back. It's an 8% interest, and if you pay it back timely, we give half your interest back. So it's a, it's a pretty good deal, but it's um, for those urgent needs when you're not expecting to be behind on stuff and need to fix a roof or something like that and you need a couple extra dollars, we can help you out with that. Very good. And I'm sure most folks have seen uh, license plates. Uh, there, there are Veterans Honors uh, license plates with the – Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine uh, logos, and uh, I, I assume Space Force now, or at least coming up. Uh, and then there's patriotic license plates with, you mentioned uh, the flag, eagle, and boonie stopper, right? That is correct. Yep. And, and the general public can uh, 
apply for those as well. And some of those proceeds uh, go to the post-war trust fund as well, right? That's correct. The patriotic plates, which are the, the flag, Booney Stomper, and the Eagle, they can go, uh, proceeds from that goes to the post-war trust fund. So that's it's there for forever. Uh, and we're thankful for that. The other ones that you mentioned, the uh, military plates, uh, those portion of those funds go to the state veteran cemetery to keep that functioning. So they're both good programs and, uh, you know, display some pride and you're also uh, helping support your veterans at the same time. Okay. Very good. And uh, military funeral honor coins, that's only been around for a few years. That's meant to honor our departed comrades, but it's also uh, uh, available to family members. If uh, one, one is granted to each veteran who has passed away, but uh, they are available uh, to any fam- family member who would like one for, what, $10, is it? That's correct, yep. Uh, we, we found that they were uh, pretty popular. We give one. The, the coin is from the state, which is nice. You know, you get your flag, that's from the nation. Um, but uh, for a grateful nation, we know we're grateful, too, as a state. So you get the coin, uh, which has uh, been very popular, and it means a lot of something you can hold with you. Um, and the nice thing about that, though, is the family has made many requests and say, you know what, I'd like to have some for my children or uh, other family members. So uh, legislation allows us to sell some of those. And uh, that's gone over pretty well. And that's something that you can find on our website. Funeral, honor, uh, funeral directors know where to get those. Your county service officers do. But uh, North Dakota Veterans Affairs, NDDVA, um, we've got it on our website available anytime. Very good. And and the funeral home directors are very familiar with that program and they can help out the families as well. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Our funeral directors in North Dakota are amazing. They, they really know how to take care of veterans. They know the programs really well and they, they were more than happy to help us out with uh, distributing those coins. Very good. We only have about three, four minutes left, Lonnie, but uh, what's happening with uh, legislation now or, or fundraising for the Fisher house and what's going on in Bismarck? What, what are the top three, four uh, bills that are de- being debated that uh, are of value to our veteran community? Well, right now you brought it up, the Fisher House that has passed the House and is in the Senate now. Uh, it passed the committee, but uh, we're waiting for the Senate appropriations to uh, approve it. But we're asking for 500000 from the state to match uh, what uh, Minnesota, they put in 500000 from the state there also. And that's going to be uh, for the Fisher House built in Fargo. Uh, hopefully it'll be on or very close to the campus of the federal VA. And when a uh, veteran's uh, coming to the VA, uh, they can either stay there the night before uh, so they don't have to go to a hotel. But the big purpose here is their family members can stay there and they're going through procedures or they're going to be here for a while. Uh, their family members can stay right there at no cost to them, which is amazing. Uh, they're very beautiful homes. Uh, we're looking at about 16 suites in it. And uh, we do the fundraising, we build it, and once we're done, we turn it over, and the federal VA owns it and operates it. So it's a great public-private partnership. Uh, other than that, we worked on uh, a few different bills. A lot of memorial bridges, we're doing our first bridges that are going to be named after some of our uh, veterans. Uh, we've got a bridge going up in Cannonball. Uh, one in uh, Maddox, one in Brian, North Dakota, and then there's a memorial bridge going in, in Cavalier. So the bridges are there. We're just going to give them names, 
Uh, we got a World War One veteran, Albert Graf, who's the first veteran in World War One from Standing Rock Reservation to die in the war. And then uh, we have uh, a Patrick Glennon, who was part of the Lost 74. I'm sure you're aware of who they are. That was a ship during Vietnam that was just outside the uh, the line of uh, combat, and uh, they had uh, a collision with an Australian ship, and they lost 74 people, and they weren't uh, included on the Vietnam Wall. And we've had efforts to get their names up there, but uh, we we are now going to name a, a bridge that Patrick Glennon uh, played on with this. Uh, brothers and sisters uh, right outside their farm, so we're going to name that after him. Uh, so there's some good things there. We're going to have a, a Hidden Wounds of War bridge put up uh, or named in uh, Jamestown. That's uh, on 281 going over the interstate. Uh, that's uh, to commemorate those that are suffering with PTSD and also uh, to recognize that uh, those that have passed away due to a mental issues such as PTSD for their families. So it's, it's uh, been uh, going over pretty well, really popular. The families really like the idea. So do what we can on that. Uh, we got some good education bills with the PACT Act and different things. We found some areas where the dependents weren't quite qualifying for. So we did some rearranging on uh, definition of veteran under certain areas of the code so we can expand uh, some of those benefits to the spouses and children of our veterans. And we're also working on a funeral honor stipend so we can help our funeral honor guard uh, keep alive, I guess, uh, keep funded and uh, out serving our, our fallen as they have in the past. So uh, hopefully that'll go through, be able to give a funeral honor guard group uh, $50 for, uh, for their time. And uh, some veterans preference bills going through and a couple of bills on suicide prevention. We've got a lot of groups working hard. To, to help our veterans out in this area, we had some roadblocks, and uh, so we got a couple of bills going out there to uh, to help us better serve and try to get some prevention going. And uh, other than that, uh, mostly just housekeeping, changing uh, words around that are no longer relevant, or keeping up with the federal definitions and and policies. So so far, our legislators been treating us pretty good this year. Well, that's very good. And you, you have all those bills and the status of those bills on your website, correct? That's correct. I try to keep them up to date to the second, but uh, uh, if you go onto our website and just click legislation, you can actually search it by category too. But uh, we show all the bills that we have, and uh, you can click on that, go to legislative, and it shows what's happened, uh, what's, what's written there, what the intent of the bill is. So you can keep up to date pretty easy. And it also has the committees that are here in it. So if uh, you have concerns or you you want to say anything uh, positive for those bills, you can click on that, contact your legislators. So it's kind of a nice thing, but uh, it's nice that our veterans and their dependents can see what uh, the North Dakota Veterans Legislative Council and the COBRA are doing for our veterans out in legislation time this year. Okay, very good. And I've had Jim Nelson on twice already, and he's agreed to come on after the session. Uh, he was on uh, a crossover before, but he, he represents the North Dakota Legis- Veterans Legislative Council, and he kind of keeps us up to date on the, the hot legislation uh, topics uh, down there. But uh, your website again, Lonnie? Uh, just uh, Google North Dakota Department of Veterans Affairs or NDDVA, uh, dot gov 
and uh, you will find us there. And uh, top of the bar, you'll see legislation. You can follow that. But uh, for all the other benefits we talked about, just uh, hit the word benefits, and you can search up what you're looking for, and uh, we'll be able to get some contact numbers on there, too. So if you have questions, uh, we'll be able to help you that way. Very good. And you, you gave some very good advice earlier. Contact your local county veteran service officer. They're the good starting point. They're going to help you out. Yes, they are. They're, they're, they're good to go. Uh, they're well-trained. And uh, the main thing is they know the right people to contact and hopefully can help you out with any issues you might be having. Okay. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Lonnie. We need to go to a break here. Uh, thank you for what you do for, for our for our veterans. Thank you. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to Deborah Kirchhoffner from uh, the VA Medical Center here in Fargo. Uh, She's a home-based primary care representative and a contact person for traumatic brain injury. She's going to talk about when we come back. He blesses the boys as they stand in line. The smell of gun grease and their bayonets they shine. He's there to help them all that he can. To make them feel wanted, he's a good holy man. That is Sky Pilot by Eric Burden and the Animals, another popular song in the Vietnam era, talking about the clergy, the chaplains that served the military and their contribution to our military. On the line, now I have Deborah Kirchhoffner, a VA Medical Center home based primary care person and the contact person for traumatic brain injury. Thank you for coming on the show, Deborah. Yes, thanks for having me. Um, okay. Yep, just wanted to let you know that I one of the roles that I have at the VA is the traumatic brain injury point of contact. So just wanted to come on and talk a little bit about traumatic brain injury because March is brain injury awareness month. Yes. Very good. So, uh, you know, we only have what, 10 minutes or something like that, but could you tell us what it is, how to recognize it and what to do if you know you have it or think you might have it? Well, right. I was going to just mention too, um, that the VA has what is called the polytrauma system of care. So, they're um, set up to help obviously kind of assess and diagnose these type of brain injuries. Um, they do have um, integrated network of specialized rehabilitation programs that are dedicated to serving veterans and service members with both combat and civilian related brain injuries and polytrauma. So there's several different um, sites throughout the country that do help um, with these situations. Okay. And what are, what are some symptoms? Um, so, yeah, I mean, tyrannic brain injury is actually a pretty common occurrence, and it is a major health concern. So it can happen, um, you know, just as little as like a fall or a car accident or an assault, obviously, too, could be another reason. Um, the More recently, the concerns about traumatic brain injury have been related to you know, the combat that took place in Iraq and Afghanistan, and also um, the more we hear about sports concussions have led to um, a lot of interest in the prevention, diagnosis, and treatment of TBI. So it could be, you know, a headache. It could be um, a short-term loss of memory or um, even long-term loss of memory obviously can be a symptom. Um, 
But memory issues, irritability issues, you know, those type of things can all be symptoms. We've, we've come a long way, not only in military, but private uh, construction or, or athletics or whatever. Uh, come, mm-hmm. a lo- come a long way in uh, trying to reduce uh, those traumatic brain injuries. Right, yeah. And so it's um, interesting, as I was doing a little bit of research for this, um, males outnumber females by at least two to one in the frequency of traumatic brain injuries. Um, and then the individuals between ages zero and four and those 15 to 19 are high risk for traumatic brain injuries as well as the elderly. So, um, you know, other people too who may be abused substances, they can be at increased risk for traumatic brain injury. And then also, of course, the military who are in combat just because of those um, blast injuries that can occur. Now, we always encourage uh, our veterans to contact their local veteran service officer. Uh, they, well, you probably contact a lot of them or they contact you for information, but that would be a good starting point, right, for the veterans to uh, get involved and, and check out the uh, services. Of yes. Them. Yep, absolutely. They can call us at the VA. Um, I, like I said, I'm the point of contact um, at the Fargo VA. Um, obviously, other VAs, you know, have their services available too. Um, I also did want to point out that um, North Dakota has a wonderful program set up. It's called the North Dakota Brain Injury Network. So they have several programs that help brain injury survivors, family members, professionals, caregivers, you know, really anybody who is um, affected by brain injury. They have a wonderful website that offers a wealth of information, includes resources. So a lot of times, I'll even look at their website when I'm trying to help a veteran kind of connect them for local resources. So I just wanted to kind of put a plug in for them too, because they do a really great job. Oh, absolutely. So, and what's the name of that website? How do they get to it? Um, um, ndbin.org, I think. I could quick double check here. <laughs> .org okay. or .com. Sometimes it's hard to remember, right? Right. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, .com. So www.ndbin.org. Org, okay. Oh, it is org, yep. I'm sorry, and I just made it more confusing. <laughs> That's all right. Okay, uh, how about uh, locally here? Uh, you work with uh, the benefits side of the VA as well, if, uh, as far as disability? Um, not necessarily. So I work with the, the health care, so like the hospital side, but we do refer people to the benefit side, you know, so especially if it, this might be maybe a combat related injury, they certainly could, um, you know, talk with the veteran service officer and potentially, you know, do those comp and pen exams to see if it is a, um, you know, disability um, related to their service time. Okay. And what, what other, uh, now you also work with, uh, home-based primary care, right? Right. Yep. So I have two roles at the VA and the home-based primary care program is a, you know, primary care program that, you know, tips in a clinic setting. Well, we actually go out to veterans' homes. So we kind of bring the clinic to them, sort of, is kind of how you can think of it. Um, and we do uh, go out to a 50-mile radius of the VA. So we are, you know, pretty able to, you know, meet most of their needs that way. We have a a team involving um, nurse practitioner, a nurse, social worker, therapist, dietitian, 
pharmacist, psychologist, so a pretty big team, chaplain as well, that goes out to the veterans' homes to provide their care. Okay, very good. And uh, we got to wrap up here pretty quick, but uh, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, more information on either the home-based or the traumatic brain industry, uh, where should they go? Um, yep, I mean, certainly could call the main VA phone number, which is the 239-3700. And then my extension is 4394. Okay, very good. Well, thank you, Deborah, for coming online, and I thank your uh, your PA PR man here at the VA. He's <laughs> helping me line up some good interviews. We need to That's break, great. but uh, again, I want to encourage everybody to uh, check out that podcast on KFGO.com. We we had a lot of phone numbers and websites uh, to go to, but hopefully they're going to be on there in a in a day or two. So we're going to conclude here by uh, playing taps. I hear the sound of taps. I listen to the bugler play, and I feel a sudden chill. I wonder how many times the taps have meant amen. When a flag is draped a coffin of a brother or a friend, I think of all the mothers, fathers, husbands and wives, and children with interrupted lives. I think about a graveyard at the bottom of the sea or unmarked graves in Arlington. No, freedom isn't free. Thank you, KF Jewel, for allowing us veterans to have this hour. We thank our guests and appreciate everybody tuning in today. We look forward to our next KF Jewel Veterans Hour next month.